Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You've heard about it, you've read about it, you've talked about it, and now you found it. This is Alan Smith's Ask the Trucker Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world, with your hosts, Alan and Donna Smith, focusing on driver health, careers, regulations, and the important issues facing the industry. It's time to shut down that big rig, sit back, and come join the conversation. Ask the Trucker Live begins right now. Hey, good evening, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to you all. And uh, welcome to Ask the Trucker Live. I'm Donna Smith. And I'll be hosting tonight's show, filling in for Alan, who hosts the Saturday evening shows. Um, Tonight's show is Truckers Helping Families in Need During Christmas. And our guests are from the Truckers Christmas group, and we'll introduce them shortly. I'm gonna I'm gonna open all their mics up right now, though. So let's see. Oh, let me scroll down. I think that's it for now. Okay. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> it is uh, an exciting time of the year for so many of us, and as hectic as it is, it always it always brings a lot of joy. Uh, now, we know many drivers won't be going home this Christmas. They'll be working, making sure all of our goodies and things are delivered. Um, I know Alan spent many Christmases away from home, but I guess it is part of the profession. And um, truckers do accept that aspect as part of their job. But regardless, we want to thank you for all you do and for all your sacrifices. Um, So tonight we want to highlight two groups of people on tonight's show. And the first group are those during these holidays who's having some uh, tough times this season. Some are sick and out of work. Some have been laid off. Some are victims of disaster. But whatever the reason, it's just difficult for them right now. Um, But the second group of people are those who respond and help those in the first group. So most people um, during Christmas do give to charities a much higher rate than at any other time of the year. It's during these times that uh, our gratitude for what we've been blessed with just seems to trigger our empathy for others. And the joy of the season, realizing the reason for the season is another reason we become just softer, gentler, and more humble human beings, uh, I believe, anyway. 
So tonight, we're grateful to be able to have on with us a few folks from the Truckers Christmas Group. They are one of the many who have stepped up to help their fellow truckers. Um, Mark Abraham and Idella Hansen will share with us um, everything that the Truckers Christmas Group does. It's TCGO is their um, abbreviation. And also we'll get to hear some of the past stories of how TCGO has helped give people a better Christmas. And um, they have these phone calls, and I've listened in. I've been in on them, and they're really, you know, pretty pretty heartbreaking. Hold on. I'm sorry. I just had a cough, and I didn't want to cough in everybody's ears. So, so we're going to take a break, but um, before we take a break, um, I want to ask for some prayers for a couple of friends of ours, Tony and Misty Justice, and their families. Uh, Tony recently posted requesting prayer for Misty, um, and she's going through a difficult time right now with her health, and Tony announced she's been diagnosed with breast cancer. Our prayers are just continually with her and, and all those going through health issues right now, and there's just so so many people right now having health issues. Um, now, for everyone who knows Tony and Misty, and I, I can speak for Alan as well as myself on this, um, they're two of the most sincere and compassionate people we know. Um, we first got to meet them in October of 2011, um, Tony was introduced to us by David Ayers. I'm not sure if you know David or not, but he's a, a composer and a producer, um, I guess, in Nashville. We we were searching, actually, for entertainment for our first annual truck driver convention, and he, he was our, our entertainment. Uh, and the, the performance was spectacular, and um, Tony also has the website truckernation.org, and although he's most known for his music and performances at the truck shows, he's a passionate truck driver advocate also. Uh, most of all, however, he is a friend to us and to many, so our prayers go up to heaven tonight for he and Misty. So, Okay. Uh, so before we start the show, we're going to have a word from one of our great sponsors, Lone Mountain Truck. And one more thing I want to say is um, about the truck purchases and leases. Right now, there's a big push for carrier lease purchase. Uh, many know who have heard about these carrier lease programs that more often than not, the drivers end up getting fleeced, paying for most of the expenses while mostly remaining under the thumb of the carrier. And we had a show last week uh, about this. We had um, Dominic um, Oliveri on. Uh, his case went all the way to the Supreme Court. We're waiting for the hearing on that. But some weeks after expenses, and um, Dominic will you know, tell you all about this, their paycheck is actually negative. Uh, Lone Mountain Trucks has been a sponsor with us for about 10 years now because they've been an honest and fair lease or purchase, outright purchase, we've been approached by um, many others to advertise their truck leases. But after careful review, um, and, you know, Alan just said, nope, 
um, will have to decline. So I want you to take a listen because we love these guys. You're listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Alan and Donna will be right back. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. This is Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. To be a part of the program, call in now at 347-826-9170. Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button on our show page. To be a sponsor of the show, email Donna at info at askthetrucker.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back, everyone, and thanks so much for uh, joining us on your Friday night. Uh, tonight, uh, we, we have Ask the Trucker live Christmas show, and I've got, let's see, Idella Hansen and Mark Abraham. Your lines are open. I want to welcome you, and thank you guys for all you do. Um, so, greetings. Uh, who wants to open up? Idella, Mark, how you doing tonight? Doing great. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, I can't believe it's it's here, and I'm frantic. It is but... getting so close. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've turned into a cookie factory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, listen, I just want to tell everybody, um, I guess your site is still kind of down right now. Uh, tr- TruckersChristmasGroup.org. Okay. I thought it was my computer because I was trying to get on the, the, the store, and um, all I got was a white page, and then when you announced it. So we'll try to um, get that, you know, out there a little more. We did put it on Facebook, but we can share it a little more. Um, yeah, any idea when you think that might be coming up? Um, it's down to a choice of possibly coming up on a uh, – on one of our backups before the virus, or ideally we would love to do a uh, complete rebuild from scratch. Um, oh. Of course, that would okay. that would need to wait until after right. Christmas. So. Right. Oh, is that what happened? It had a virus? Yep. Uh, oh, man. If okay. I, this, this is a... If this is... Hey, yeah, uh, as I understand it from uh, uh, Santa Claus, 
that it wasn't necessarily our site that got the virus. It was a, another uh, deal on the site on the on the server with Fair us. Server. Yeah, yep. it migrated. Yeah, that it yeah. migrated. So now uh, we called Site Doctor nine one one, and they so graciously donated their time, and it ended up not just being a couple hours; it was a couple of days. And now they've had to go wow. to the website itself, and they're half investigating it. It's it's not us; it's them, and it's migrated to us. So, if, when, and how is is this? It couldn't have hit us at the worst time. Yep, they've they've scanned all our code, and they said it's not in your guys's code. Um, okay. I guess we share the server with other sites, and somehow it right. came over from there. So we're going to be looking at some options. Um, see how much it costs to be on a dedicated server. I don't know. That's what we <laughs> ended we'll up doing, Mark. Yep. Yeah. So we'll because end up uh, everybody on the talking. Server with... went down. It affected us. But go ahead. I'm yep. sorry. We'll end up talking well, to site nine. We're not nine one one and and trying to get educated on some things that we can do to improve our security. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good and get one of those HTTPSs too. Um, they're you know we've they're got good, that. Yep. Yep. Wonderful. Well, we have the GoFundMe page up on Facebook. We're going to include it in the blog post um, that we have up on Ask the Trucker <clears throat> also, and we'll put a, a note in that. We'll do an update on that blog post and put the GoFundMe. Um, if you could put some links, I don't think there's uh, links in there for. No, I'm re I'm looking at GoFundMe page. You could probably just put the links for the um, like how to nominate people or something. Not a link, but just you know, like a place to nominate people. Where would you tell people to nominate people now? Give us a call at uh, the. CCDO number 802-455-8246. Yeah, I just took an application we'll over the phone before the show. Okay, well, great. Uh, yeah, yeah, we discussed that, that we would probably do it manually, uh, and this is just off the top of my head. I'm brainstorming. Uh, uh -huh. I don't mind my phone number going out there, and if they want to donate, they can call call me and we'll work something out. Of course, he can do the GoFundMe page, but if they're interested in something on the Christmas store and I know it's still there, we can they can give me a call and and I'll work with be glad to work with them to see that they get what they want. Okay. And the other thing too is um can you transfer that page um the Christmas store page to like I mean, I'm, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but just theoretically, can you take the code and put it as another page uh, of somebody's website temporarily and, and direct them there? I'll have to work with Greg on it. That, that's the only thing we haven't figured out a workaround on yet. Um, you know, we, we figured out a workaround on how to vote if we had to, if our forums aren't available, they're, they're private, password activated, and, you know, there's a lot of secure information in there. Um, and it's all backed up. But uh, okay. but uh, we've okay. got a just in case, we've got a workaround uh, to where we can still uh, access all that information and still do a vote. And, 
we'll, we'll sure carry like on. Rest. Christmas yeah. will still happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, it's going to yeah. happen whether we like it or not. But but we hate to hate for people not to be able to access the Christmas store and and with the, all the applications we've gotten this year, we really need to to do a big push and and raise some more funds uh, right. this year. And right. we've had some real. As you well know, in the past years when you've listened in, we, we've got some real heartstring pullers, uh, right. tear, uh, tear getters uh, the I last know. couple of weeks. And, 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 and I want to get in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, sweetheart. No, 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 no. Uh, it, it, and, and I would say 98% of the time it's through no fault of their own. It's just a set of circumstances and, right. and, and things happening and, and it could uh, be any one of we them. want to help them all. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. And we, and, and, and of course, saw part of me, I want to help everybody. I mean, every last stinking one of them, even the one I don't, didn't like, you know, <laughs> uh, right. No, I know. It, not, it's, not it's that there was any of that. But, oh yeah. And, and, and I would encourage people to, to join us and 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 uh, be a part of it because it is so rewarding. It, last year and this year, I didn't get one present for myself except what I bought from the Trucker's Christmas store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, <laughs> just from memory, what are some of the um, items and the sponsor of the item? Can, does anybody can you remember any of that offhand? I happen to have uh, that up. <laughs> Oh, we have, good man! <laughs> we have air tabs now. They they usually uh, just send us some money to help sponsor us. We've got Flow Below. Um, I believe those already sold. EMD Alignment. Um, we've got books either uh, printed or electronic in how to do alignments and uh, what different kinds of tire wear means. And um, I've got a copy of those. Those are great. OPS-1 has a uh, oil purification system, and that sold the other day. Um, Pittsburgh Power. Let's see. I am, I'm thinking they did a wheel cover. Or, uh, oh, a balancer, harmonic balancer uh, to go on your, on your, uh, your crankshaft damper. Is, uh, now, I believe that's still available. Uh, okay. True Balance, Brake Safe, Road Pro, which when you go into any truck stop, you see all these Road Pro products, whether it's a CB antenna or a little lunchbox oven, heated blanket. I mean, most of the stuff in the trucker section is Road Pro. Yeah, so they yeah, they've got some great things, and they they do a lot for the trucking industry too. Um, they, I mean, you name a charity, and 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 they're just they're just in on it. Some they're, they're one way or the it, other. Yeah. So I'm I'm so impressed, and I think, we're so I think happy to be able to deal with them. Uh huh. Oh, aren't they awesome? Aren't they awesome? I think they've got a yes. a headset in there. Uh, a Bluetooth headset. I think the radio's gone. In fact, I'm pretty sure the radio's gone. 
Well, yeah, you bought it, uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Kevin Rutherford's got some scan gauges in there, O-Item memberships, yep. O-Back memberships, Mac yep. jackets, which I got one of them, or something like that. Um, what else? Oh, uh, quilts. Got we have books. some quilts. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Carol Auburn has a... Uh, uh, donated a, a download, and uh, we An have some, uh, yeah, and we have some CD sets from Bill Weaver. Five oh, of them, yeah, I, I believe. No, maybe we're down to four. Yeah, Bill Weaver, and then he donate. I think the knife was sold, though, wasn't it? Did we sell the, the knife? The knife was sold. Um, there's been discussion of a dagger. I haven't seen it yeah. in the store yet, though. That's because he hasn't sent me a picture of it yet. That's why. Okay. Um, uh, okay. What else? Name the rest of the stuff off, and then I'll go to the quilts. Um, that's pretty much all I have down on sponsors other than media sponsors, but since we're on a media show right now, I don't know that I should mention those. No. Oh, you can mention okay. you. We don't. We don't care about that, Mark. Okay, well... Truth About Trucking, Red Eye Radio, American Trucking Network, Trucking Roundup, Let's Truck, and Landline always uh, help get the word out. So okay, we appreciate great. all of them. Yes, we sure oh, do. We, and I- we also have a, an, an e, a brand new ELD set up from Bill Weaver. Do we? I didn't uh, know about that one. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And something else I'm from him. There was something everything, else. Adela. <laughs> oh well, what can I say? I got to get one up on you once in a while. Come on. There you, there you go. Um, oh, I'm I trying to look, open at, look at my. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, I, I'm. You know what? I was just talking out loud. I said, "Oh, I got to open Tom's mic because he uh-huh. wanted to." Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's see. Break. He's really oh, excited about joke. this too. Brake safe uh, stroke indicator, uh, scan gauge from Kevin Rutherford. Okay. Oh, Echo Pure starter set. OPS. Oh, you said that. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see here. Now. Oh. E log to more Rand McNally. Yeah, that's what he said. Rand McNally, E log from Kill Weaver. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Okay. Okay, now we've got the quilts, and if I'm not mistaken, we've got a, 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 a little brown and blue. OPS is sold. Okay, just got a message. OPS is sold. We got a quilt panel with blue and brown stars on it for a boy, baby blanket. We got a choo choo train baby blanket. Uh, um, baby animal quilt, 34 by. Yes, and we've got the Razorback baby quilt, and then one of the United States and Canada that's up. And uh, those, those, if you want them, I will uh, ship them to you. No, no shipping charges. So we still okay, have a great. couple of the quilts have sold. There's so, a lot of stuff in there this year. You got a lot of stuff in there, and that's why you know. Uh, like I said, I thought it was my computer. I couldn't, I couldn't see the store, and I thought, hmm. So you know, I'm rebooting and this and that. But then when I saw you guys, um, you know, uh, mention that, I thought, okay. 
Uh, Tom, I just want you to know I have your line open. Yes, I know, but they were talking, so I thought I'd do something unusual and not say anything. Yeah, that is. Oh my God, that scares me. Yeah. What I may do as a temporary thing is I have pictures of most of this. I may download them to my page and share them uh, so people can see what we still have and purchase them because these are good buys for Christmas. I do all my Christmas shopping on the Truckers Christmas Group page. So there you go, Tom. It's yours. Uh, hey, there we also, I think, have a Ropro oven or Crock-Pot still in the store as well? Uh, yeah. Or did uh, that sell? Uh, a 12, no, it's the oven. No, it's still there. Okay. Yeah, it's it's and, a portable stove. Uh, and, no, okay. Greg, I, we, sold, we sold the stove. Oh, we did sell that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, right. well you know oh. what? I actually discovered I have a brand new unopened Roadpo 12 volt crock pot that I forgot about that I'll throw into the store tonight. Okay. Ah. Greg, Greg just Greg, said he Greg. has one more. Yeah, I'm Greg just said we book. have one more oven. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's he messaging us. Yeah. Hey, there's, this is funny. That there's a power drive 3000 watt inverter. Yes. Oh, I I, I, that's that. the yeah. other one I was thinking of. Okay. Well, you know what? I think we got ahead of ourselves. You know, for those yes. listening, um, <laughs> give us a little, let's get a, a, a background of how you guys started and, um, and, and, and some of the some of the stories, and I want to get into the nominations. Um, when, when, when is it, you know, the final date to put in a nomination for a family in need? The 16th. Okay, so that's Monday, right? Yep. Okay. So, so you no, want to call 16th them? is Sunday. Oh, it's Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Yes. So, so you'll you'll have to call tomorrow. Uh, call uh, the 802-455-8246 number. And okay. if I'm driving, I'll set up an appointment for you. Call me back later, and we'll get the application information taken down. Okay, great. Um, and we'll put that number out, too, on Facebook. And like I said, we're going to have to update the blog post because it was all the links to your site, and now we'll just update it, um, you know, in the meantime with the GoFundMe and the phone number and such. Um, so anyway, okay, give us a, a little background of how you guys started, when you started, and your goals and, and all that good stuff. We started in 2008, uh, just a group of truck drivers that uh, got together and wanted to help other truck drivers. Uh, a driver by the name of Wayne Portman um, got on a uh, trucking social media site, and and he said, you know, I'm having a pretty good year, but what about these drivers that aren't? And I'd like to help them, and I don't know how to set something like this up, and so... These other drivers uh, stepped up, and Trucker's Christmas Group was born. Um, since wow. then, we've been hosted under uh, other charities. 
until 2014 when we got our own 501c3. Mm-hmm. Um, we got our own 501c3. Uh, we have helped. Eighty-three, eighty-three thousand dollars, hundred twenty over hundred twenty-five families over the That's years. That's a lot. So wow. So. You know, I wanted to ask you: um, Do any of the stories stick out? I, I mean, I listened to uh, a couple of the shows, and you know, I, I was pretty much in tears myself because when these people are called and notified that they just won. Or you know, or were nominated and awarded you know so much money uh, for their Christmas. Um, some of them just pull over and and you know they themselves are in tears. Um, is there any any one particular story that e- either of you guys can remember that was just so heartwarming? Well, Anything I don't know if we discussed it last year or not. Um, let's see. I've got those up over here. Da, da, da. Yep, this was last year's. I think that's the name of the guy. Um, Heffernan Trucking. Um, do, do, do. Let's see if this is it. No, it's not. Um, well, if Greg remembers name. He can throw it out there for me so I can look it up. Okay. Oh, it's, I was just... Robert Green, maybe. Okay. And just for everybody listening, if you have any questions because you can't get to the website um, and and you want to talk to Idella or Mark, uh, the number here is 347-826-9170. And if you're um, already listening through your phone, just click one on your keypad, and that alerts us that, you know, you want to come on the show. If you're on the Internet, you have to dial in the number and then click one on your keypad, and uh, and we'll know you're there. So, um, anyway, how about the, the nominations? Do we have a lot of nominations this year, guys? Well, let me start out with saying this has been a roller coaster year. We started out breaking a record for how many donations were coming in for that time set. Before we actually geared up, um, um, Walkers, uh, Melanie, and, and uh, oh shoot, I'm having a name blank right now. Help me out, I don't. <laughs> oh, uh, Melanie and and uh, Melanie Scott. Melanie and Scott. Yeah, they they helped raise the uh, funds for us. They had these auctions on Facebook, and um, we had twice as much money as we would normally have to start with at that time. So, uh, a little bit of a record on donations. Right now, on donations, we're slightly over what we normally get so it's it's a little bit of a record breaker but it's not keeping up with the record number of applications coming in we have had uh 22 applications come in oh wow so we need to get some more money in guys oh yeah absolutely uh, 
what do you have right now as your um, funding? I can't see it here. I'm on the fundraiser. Well, the fundraiser is just separate from the website. This is just a, you know, a totally different thing. Um, so if you have 22 people, yeah, we need to we need to get some funding going for this. Um, okay, I've got Greg wow. talking to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I've got Pat Hockaday talking to me. You know, you okay. asked. Well, and, and, and Mark, you I just looking? sent you a message too. <laughs> um, okay. I was. Uh, 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 you were asking about a family that 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 stood out last year, and yes. it was we got the nomination from the guy's company. What, uh, his dispatcher, and it was a gentleman that was helping somebody out. There was a storm, and he got crushed by a pickup against a tree. Right. And and uh, we were interviewing his wife while they were in the hospital, and it was pretty touchy. And and it was just uh, it was heartbreaking, you know. And and I think if I'm not, I don't remember the gentleman's name. But if I'm not mistaken, he was the only one and has been the only one that got 100% a 10 vote from everybody, if I remember correctly, Mark. I may be yeah. wrong, but if it, if it wasn't 100%, it was a lot of them. We, we can't give majority. out a name anyway. But anyway so. Yeah, but it, it, it was – it was. Uh, Is he okay? Just hearing you. I – I, I believe I he is. Have we ever got? Um, yeah, I'm. And yeah, he got he got pinned in between. He was moving the the branch that got knocked down in the road, and he was moving that out of the way, and a car, well, pickup came by, and knocked the branch, and it pinned him in between the branch and the front of his truck, and it broke some of his ribs, and um. You know, really messed him up, and he was still in the hospital when we were doing the interview. So yeah, we were interviewing his wife, we were interviewing his boss, daughter, and uh, that that company, his boss, has donated every year since then. It donated that year oh. and last year, and and this year he's donated again. It's Heffernan uh, Trucking, I believe. It's a uh, tanker. Oh, okay. Trucking, I think. Okay. And and it's too bad we can't pull the site up because you've got all the names of all the sponsors, people who sponsor families, and um and like that. But I'm sure you'll get it up quick enough. Um, if you need any help with that, I I know somebody also who will help you with that. Um. What was uh oh okay so you've got let me okay covered that nominate you got twenty two families uh, nominated and we have the number to donate um or to nominate and we have the GoFundMe page um what am I missing? Well, let me take this opportunity to uh, speak well of one of your sponsors, Lone Mountain Leasing. Um, we. We just recommended them the other night. We had a driver who uh, is having trouble uh, being a lease operator. Uh, you know, the usual problem. Um, they kind of start trying to starve you out. 
um, when you get close to the end of your lease and whatnot. And uh, so we recommended uh, Lone Mountain uh, leasing to him, and and hopefully uh, he'll take that advice. Oh yeah, they're 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 just um, great people. We know them. Um, you know, we've got a chance to actually you know meet and talk with them and everything. And uh, just just a breath of fresh air in the in the trucking industry. Um, if you wanna if you wanna get a truck, they have leases. You can purchase it outright. And you know we're just so happy because this this lease purchase thing is just you know it's horrible. Alan in 2009 I remember put a survey out about these um, these these like. I call them scams, you know. I mean, it's it's not even like an agreement. And uh, 85% failure rate, I mean, uh, on his survey. I, unbelievable. And it's, it's, it's just like a predatory type of thing. So, anyway, but don't get me going. We're going to keep it on a positive note tonight <laughs> because it's easy to get me distracted on to stuff like this. Um Anyway, okay. Um, Idella, yes, you're, you're just you're just involved. You're involved in a lot of things. I mean, this is just one thing you do. You're at Gats. You're doing this. You're into the Truck Parking Coalition. You're in with the um, Operation Roger, and plus you're a full-time yes. driver. So, um, can I ask a personal question? Um, How do you do it? (laughs) Well, you know, at 68, you'd think I'd be retiring, but I keep finding more and more stuff to do. And see, these people wait until I'm sleeping, and then they ask me questions, and when I wake up, I say, yes, 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 I'm here, and I get voted, I get nominated for this stuff. They just, you know, they, they catch me when I'm sleeping, but... Uh, yeah. It's called time management. It's called time management, and I wouldn't I have it any other way. I know it, you must just love helping people, and you know, I mean, uh, most truck driver advocates do, you know, and they do find the time. But I just notice you're, yes, you're ma'am. on all these things, you know. Well, so it's, it's and and it's not, it's not, it's not about me. It's not about me, you know. I have a uh, I have knowledge to impart and pass on and 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 um, uh, I want to share I want to share the good times and and I'll I'll share your bad times with you if you want me to you know I I just and these are awesome groups the, everybody I've worked with uh, uh, and and gotten involved with Bill Weaver and Taylor Barker and Ken Freeman and and uh, Panerho. Uh, men, yes. um, and 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 long haul Paul. These guys are all about helping their dr- fellow drivers, and oh, and they are really stepping up to the plate. Yeah, they're great. Group they're stepping people. up to the plate with the Truckers Christmas group and everything else. And and uh, I I feel privileged that they even know I exist. You hear me? Yeah. No, I know they're wonderful, wonderful people and. You know, you noticed on Facebook, there's so many more people uh, getting involved, um, helping others, advocacy, um, voicing, and just, 
I mean, I know they say how, you know, truckers are always fighting this and that, and that's true uh, in some respects. But on the other hand, there's also a lot of camaraderie, too. Um, just a lot of really great people. Oh, uh, Matthew Kane, um, and, and he's he has his own radio show. I forgot which one it is, but um, anyway, with My Right Load, he, he's just a My great right individual. com. yeah. Yes, and he's always like um helping drives right now he's got a blanket drive going on in um Philadelphia uh for the homeless so there there's so many really wonderful people um out there uh, doing great things it's inspiring hear- it inspires us to do more well, I get upset when people say that it, it isn't like it used to be. We don't help each other out anymore like we used to. No, we don't stop on the side of the road like we used to because we've got a whole, we've got a technology, technology era going on. We still right. help each other. We help each other even more. We just have changed our shirts and our hats. It's still alive and it's well, and, and I'm going to keep stoking the fire. Uh, it hasn't changed. It hasn't well, changed. A lot we of just times, changed the way we do it. That's all. A lot of times, people might not stop on the side. They're, you know, they're under a time clock with that ridiculous 14-hour clock. And um, but now there's cell phones. So instead of stopping, yes, they you could know, be calling service at the police or, you know, or something. Yeah. So it, it's it's just changed. Technology has changed the way we help. And, uh, you know, but it's inspiring to see all these great people um, on social media uh, coming together and, you know, sharing their voice and everything. And and you guys, you do a great thing um, for so many every year. And it's it's really, it's really, uh, I'm getting a message from Greg. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's monitoring us. Yeah, he he's the hall monitor. We've got a background noise in there from somebody. Um, Donna, we couldn't hey, you know do it with you, without you and Alan. <laughs> well, me? you know who's quiet tonight, Tom? I'm I'm just about ready to swallow my tongue over here. You haven't said anything. Hey, I I said what I I need to do, and actually, I did get some information about the dagger from Bill Weaver. Uh, I don't know if you got the pictures yet on it, Idella. I know he's in the process of getting them to you right now, or this evening anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, well, okay, thank you. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. We've got some heart-rendering stories this year. You know, uh, as as Greg said, uh, we talked to a guy that was uh, in an accident with his truck and was trapped between the road and his truck for four hours and has had to have several surgeries and can't work and uh this was not, you know, none of this is, it, it's just, we got to help. We we got to show people that, that, that we've got a heart. And, um, well, uh, I, I know a lot of people, you know, they want to do things and, and they don't know how. And I, I just want to put this little um, bug in people's ears too. <clears throat> Besides the truckers Christmas group, you know, um, if, if you just Google in your home, area, your county you live in and in your state and type in homeless shelters, you'd be surprised um, 
what pops up that you can give to. Because a lot of people, you know, they, they say, well, I don't know what's out there. What do, do I give to the Red Cross, Salvation <laughs> Army, and this and that? But right in your own neighborhood, you know, there's um, there's places. I, I Googled the other night and found two more new ones that popped up. Um, so, you know, there's all kinds of uh, great things out there that we can all be helping with. Um, I'm, I'm reading messages here. Here's another. Okay. All right. That's okay. While you're reading that, while you're reading that doc for Greg Manchester, I yeah. do not snore. I, I do not snore. <laughs> I do not snore. I purr. Okay. I don't snore. I purr. I wasn't gonna say anything because I was I was cracking up reading it. <laughs> no. To everybody that is listening in, Idella does not snore. I do not snore. I purr. Okay? I'm purring. Well anyway, that was funny, yeah. I guess yes. I guess uh where is Greg tonight? He was on the show last week. Um, he's, I think he's he trying to get hooked up and working, is he not? Yeah, they're making him work tonight. Oh, poor guy. I just have, uh, let's guy. see, let me scroll down, everybody listening. Hey, if you want to ask any questions, these guys, or you have a comment about, um, you know, an experience you've had, or you know people who who are in need or something. Three four seven eight two six nine one seven zero. Click one on your keypad, and if you're on the dashboard listening now, and uh, you want to join us, uh, just click one. You're already hooked up. You're already dialed in. Um, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I have to take uh, another break, and it's another great uh, sponsor we have, uh, the Zyper app, and well. I'll, I'll just I'll just let the commercial talk for itself. Every time I find something, every time I see something, I think is, is, is a, just a really good thing, really good for drivers that can help drivers uh, make more money, make their lives easier. You know, whatever the case is be, we you know I I think I've had a pretty good record of uh, uh, sharing those things with everybody that has proven to always be always be pretty much right on. And uh, there's something there's something I came across, and I I've been watching it for a long time, dealing with them, talking, and I want to I want to share that with you, owner operators specifically. I, I want to tell you about a, a new way to find good paying loads, or I should say, a new way for those good paying loads to find you. And it, it's called Zyper, and uh, it's it's spelled X Y double P E R Zyper. So. Uh, so what is Zyper? I really like this thing. I want I want to get this out to everyone. Zyper combines a massive load board with a virtual dispatch system. And and owner operators, we we all know the feeling of too often being frustrated, waiting at a truck stop for loads, or accepting cheap freight just not to drive back empty. But you really don't have to. There's a Zyper app, and it's not just a load board. It's a virtual dispatch system which finds you custom loads and send them directly to your phone. And after you download and set up the Zyper app, shippers will know your exact location, your route, your destination, your equipment, and available capacity, and they will send you an available load matching 
your criteria, the cr criteria that you set in. So you can accept it or you cannot accept it. It's totally up to you. And Zypher, it intuitively knows when you are available. Zypher notifies you instantaneously, directly to your phone, and you can even maximize each route with multiple loads. So drivers, I, I want to invite you to take the Zypher challenge. Think about it. Would it be great to not have to always search for new loads, but instead be notified directly and immediately when custom loads designed for you are available? And not only that, would it be even better if you had all the paperwork done for you? Zypher actually sends loads offers to the drivers, automatically generating documents such as order confirmation, bill of lading, signature capture, proof of delivery, and invoices the shipper immediately after shipment is made. And in, in addition to all this, Zypher offers the ability for shippers to track their shipment live while in transit. And these are the same duties a dispatcher would offer, except Zypher performs all of this in a virtual system, and it's only uh, $25 a month. And so go ahead, lock in at the $25 a month. You know, there's similar apps out there with less features that are going for 10 times that price, $25 a month or $250 a month. It's pretty much a no-brainer. A no Lock it in at $25 a month. Go ahead and take the Zypher Challenge, and you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Right now, there's a free trial available, so go to Zypher.com. That's X-Y-P-P-E-R.com, and it's definitely a win-win for any owner-operator trying to maximize profits. Another thing I like to try to pass on, and uh, just trust me on this, check it out, and I know you will uh, be glad you did. Okay, um, that was Alan, and um, I think, I'm not sure if their contest is over. They're giving away $200, Zyper. Um, if you go to Zyper.com and subscribe, and you can enter in there. I think the deadline is December 20th. Um, go to their website, Zyper.com, and um, just sign up, and you'll be uh, entered into the $200 drawing. And plus, you can try it out. Um, you know, you have everything to gain, nothing to lose. It's, it's a two-week free trial, and they don't ask for credit cards or anything. So, I mean, it, it's a it's a really a no-brainer. Just you know, you never know you could win. Uh, anyway, well, let's um, let's review everything, guys, for the Truckers Christmas group. You guys are wonderful. We love you, and um, uh, I know uh, to nominate somebody, the number is eight zero two four five five. 8246 and to donate and we really need more donations right guys because we've got 22 families this year that must be a record breaker um, so we've got to get some more money in there um, to give uh, to these people and, and help them with their Christmas so you can while the site is being um, repaired uh, there's a GoFundMe account and we have it up on our Facebook page. It's also on the Truckers Christmas Group uh, Facebook page. So join that page, like that page. There's also a group you can join. And that fundraiser uh, GoFundMe page will be posted there in the meantime uh, until the website comes back up. Is is that is that right, everybody? Am I, you know, giving all this... Uh, you want to add to that? 
You got it. Even even if you just go to GoFundMe and search for Trucker's Christmas Group, you'll find us in the top five or six. Okay, great. I didn't know that. Okay, Holy go to moly, we just got five we just got five hundred dollars. Oh my god, that's awesome. Hold You'll on, never guess. Hold on. Let me see. I just I just I just got promised five hundred dollars. Oh, that is wonderful. Is it on the GoFundMe or it was a private No, no. He just he just he just private messaged me. It's I, I have to say it, Mr. Hockaday, he is so generous. Pat Hockaday. Oh my god. And you know, Pat's gonna be on the show after after we wind down with you guys. He's gonna um, Oh yeah, and he he has offered to he's offered for us to put all our stuff on Truckers United and update it list the items on his Truckers United Perfect. and update it every day awesome. until we get up. He is just an awesome guy. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Pat. Matter of fact, um, let's see. Hold on. Hey, Pat. Yes, ma'am. Pat. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm here. <laughs> now that, that yes, ma'am. He's humble. He's humble. <laughs> He's but, my hero. Uh, yeah, Pat's going to be on um, um, the second half of the show talking about misclassification. And I'm going to have to oh, put a little right. post up. Yeah. So if you want to hang on for for that, he's got a lot to say. There's a lot going on about misclassification. Right now, this is one of the hottest topics. But, um, okay, everybody. Um, hold on. I'm not good at... Uh, Adela, you're a tattletale. Yeah, I know okay, I am, Pat. but you still love me. <laughs> yeah. You still love me. Yeah, because you purr. You're snuggly when you purr. You know that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that and my $5 bills. Right? That and my $5 bills. <laughs> Always turn in yeah, again. You know, that is the thing I earlier this week offered to fund all the families in $5 bills. For some strange reason, we said no. (laughs) I I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I mean, the joke was you get a five, you get a five, you get a five, you get a five. I tell it gets five to ten. All right. Hey, listen, we're going to wind down on the first half of our show. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming on and sharing all this. We're going to get this information. Everybody who's listening, go to the Truckers Christmas group on Facebook, like the page, and... um, and share it and and get the the GoFundMe um, uh, out there, please. Because now, until we get this website go get up and going again, um, we're going to have to raise some more funds. So um, it's just going to have to be a team effort for everybody to uh, to take care of this. Thank you, uh, Mark and Idella. Appreciate your time and everything you do. Well, Donna, we we appreciate you. We couldn't we could every year we couldn't do this without you. And 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 Tom joining the the group has really been a blessing for us. And and uh, like I said, the help from 
uh, Bill Weaver, Robert Green, and 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 uh, oh, Taylor so Barker has been. Oh, and actually, we forgot to mention one one person who's been been a big help this year as well. The lovely Marcia Campbell of um, the All Nighter on WSM. She's been a huge supporter this year, letting me come on a few different times to to talk about Truckers Christmas Group. So, you know, great people in the media like you, Donna, and so many others. We couldn't do it without you guys. Oh, well. Oh, and Donna, you said you were making. If I come to Florida, can I come by and get some cookies? Oh yeah. Yeah, you should see my dining room table. Matter of fact, I should post the picture of the table covered in yes. cookies. Yeah. I'll be by. Yeah. I used to do that every year with the girls, but you know, now driving truck, I can't. So I'll be by to pick up a bag. Okay, you better hurry our, up, our though, because I'm mailing them all our, our out. Our bosses might have to pick bids uh, on uh, who the Florida little goes to there, Idella. Do do what, Mark? I said our bosses might have to take bids on who that Florida low goes to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Thank you, Mark. Well, thank you for everything you do. Yes, thank you, guys. And, 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 and actually, before I forget, we need to thank Santa Claus and Bernard the Elf for all their hard work. Oh, we ab- yes, absolutely. Oh, Bernard, sorry, I, I mispronounced it. So. I'm getting more messages from Santa Claus. Oh, Santa wants cookies too. Okay, <laughs> Santa. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, you know what, you know what? Um, I'm going to send you an address here in a, li- a little bit, Donna. Just send my cookies <laughs> to that address, please. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you, Donna. Appreciate great. it so much. Okay, well, thank you guys. Um, we really appreciate you, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a break with a. Um, um, this is for Tony Justice and, and Tony and Misty Justice. Our prayers with them um, during this time, and this is my absolute favorite song that he ever recorded. I love this song. <laughs> On the windshield, it's heaven starts to cry. And in his rearview mirror, his angel waves goodbye. She knows he's gonna go, she knows he's one of them. Brothers of the highway, children of the wind, that Detroit diesel fire ship goes blowing out again. the pedal to the metal, try it out or run the ring, another shot of truck stop coffee as I'm running through his veins, this world turns on 18 wheels, thank God we can depend on brothers of the highway, children of the wind, that Detroit diesel fire ship goes blowing out again. Freedom's their best friend Brothers of the highway 
Hey, I love that song. I don't know. I'll I, I tell you, I can't hit, listen to that one enough. Um, that's Tony Justice. You can get it over at Tony Justice Music. I have all his CDs. Um, <clears throat> okay, everybody. Um, I've got with me uh, Pat Hockaday. And Pat's just been writing all kinds of things uh, on Facebook. He has truckersunited.com. Uh, is it .com, Pat, or is it .org? dot org okay dot org and he's got his blog there a lot of his writings are up on uh, truckers united on facebook or on um, pat hockaday on facebook so anyway pat um we've got we've got an hour so uh, i'm just going to hand it over to you what do you want to talk about well you and i have very very good conversations many times and um what we've been most recently talking about is misclassification. Um, your lead-in about Allen's survey, 80% failure rate, well, let's work off of that. Um, right now, Western States Trucking Association, NASTIC, the ATA, and other groups are really coming out with a lot of BS. Oh, if you're an owner-operator, you're not going to be allowed to go into California. Right. I that, saw that's that. Hogwash. Okay? That's hogwash. It is hogwash. So one of the things you and I have been talking about, and we've even gotten input from the attorneys on this, how do these types of regulations get enforced? Well, you and I know that there has to be a complaint made. That's what Dominic Oliveri did. He made a complaint about three things. Number one, arbitration. Number two, about being misclassified. Number three, about not being properly paid as an employee driver. This is how these types of uh, situations come to surface. There's no such thing as the labor law police. Nobody is looking at log books to see if you logged a 10-minute break when you're in California as these predators want you to believe. Right. The law does not require you, the driver, to take a break, to take a meal break. Okay? The only thing it requires Unless, is that the employer uh, offer it to you. Correct. So if the employer says, no, I need you to work through your break, that's easy. Pay me. Pay me. Not a problem. When the employer doesn't pay you, now you have a complaint. And when you file that complaint, now something starts to happen. Okay? This is when the attorneys get involved. And this is when they go back, what is it, three years or four years, and ask for everything you're owed. So if the carriers stood up and did their job to begin with, we wouldn't be having these lawsuits. Um, misclassification. <coughs> Boy, I don't know. Let's start. Let's start with an employee. I'm an employee. If I make enough, I can buy a truck. If I buy a truck, does that make me a contractor? No, it doesn't. I should still be able to be a property owner and make money off of the property I own while being an employee truck driver. 
driving and how do you do the that? truck I own. Okay? This is so called the two-check system. It's called the two-check system. This is not hard at all to implement. Okay? Um, I believe the numbers are something like 80%, maybe 70% uh, of the um, – of the load goes to the truck. Well, let me let me stop. Eighty percent, you cut that down. Sixty percent of fifty-five percent goes to the truck. Twenty-five percent goes to the driver and and employee wages. Okay, this is how it was now, done in the past. Now, when you say goes to the truck, what do you mean goes to the truck? Explain that. Okay, well, you know, first of all, people, you got to understand, I didn't know until five minutes ago we were going to be talking about this, so I don't have right. any Right, no, this is, this is um, really off the cuff, cuff everybody. <laughs> I would have had something better prepared. Um, just, just for round numbers, let's use a dollar a mile, okay? Uh, the truck person, well, again, I'm going about this. Right now, as, as an owner-operator, I get 60% of the line haul. Okay, say the line hauls a thousand dollars. Sixty percent would be six hundred dollars. It goes to the truck right now. Whatever is left over after expenses, that's my paycheck. Okay, so it's just a matter of how you disperse the funds. If sixty percent was split so that I got twenty-five percent as an employee. That leaves, uh, uh, what is that, 45%? 60 minus uh, 25 would be 40%, 35%. 35% goes to the truck. Now, is, 30, is 35% enough to pay for diesel, to pay for the expenses of the truck, and still be a profit left over? Okay? We're going to make... If you have a rent house, if you invest your money in a house so that you can rent it out, you expect to make money off of that investment. Okay? This is pretty simple. So what we have now is we have employee drivers who can't afford to be employee drivers, so they fall into a trap. They lease purchase. Yeah, right. How does that work? These guys end up... These guys end up spending their 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 personal income, what should be going into their pocket, to maintain a truck that belongs to somebody else, and they're hauling freight for a dollar, ninety-five cents, a dollar five a mile. Okay, this is this is this is an unfair playing field for the company driver, somebody who is actually a company driver who has been conned into this lease purchase, who's making less money than the company driver's making, okay? This is an unfair playing field. This lowers the value of the company driver. So why are lease purchases in place to begin with? Well, the lease purchase driver has to do it cheaper than the company driver, or the carrier has no reason to, to lease purchase. Now, do they? If this was a true business, I would lease a truck, say, from Lone Mountain. I would then lease the truck onto a carrier. Say I pay $800 a week to Lone Mountain. I would charge the carrier $850, $900, and then I would expect to make every penny as much as 
a company driver doing the same job. I turn it into a business. They're not businesses. They're 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 they're, they're cons. They're scams. They they create an unfair advantage to the carrier. Okay, and this hurts every one of us. The carrier's getting labor at half cost, plus they're getting a truck, an asset, an asset to the carrier. Oh, it's getting paid for. They don't have to worry about the, the, the payment on that truck. And they're making a profit off of being the middleman by leasing that truck out. So, you know, my heart goes out to these guys. They're, they're only trying to step up. They're, they're only trying to make bad, good out of a bad situation. They aspire to be independent, I would imagine, okay? But look at what they're doing to the market. An independent, the dollar a mile freight, these guys are hauling, and 80% of them go out of business. Look what they're doing to the value of each and every one of us. And, and like I said, bless their hearts. They get conned into this when they are in truck driving school, right. when they are on the training truck. They get pushed and nudged. They get told lies. Um, JCP recently came up, right, Donna? Uh, That's absolutely right. And, you know, getting back to something you said before, right now there's a big, a big deal going on in California because California is really, I mean, they're putting their, their thumb right under this misclassification and what misclassification does it labels somebody uh as an owner operator okay from these companies that lease these trucks on to these guys and it labels them an owner operator they end up paying all the expenses okay when in actuality uh they're really just an employee and california said no they have this ABC test, and if you don't meet the criteria of this test, then you are classified as an employee. So what are they fighting now? They're telling, they're scaring owner-operators and telling them that, well, in California, you won't be able to drive if you're an owner-operator because you're going to be classified as an employee. What in the world does that have to do with driving in California? Uh, you're you're just that you're classified like that. From the the company has to call you an employee. Nobody's going to stop you on the road and say, you know, the um, owner operator police. I I, I don't n- understand what they're talking about. Um, can you explain it better? This is just a fear tactic because California is is putting an end to these scams in their state. Now, listen, I know a lot of people hate California, you know, EPA and um, CARB and, and, you know, all this stuff. However, when it comes to fair wages, they do not want to see employees exploited, any kind of employee, not just truck drivers, any kind of employee. That they they say if you're a piecework wage employee, such as truck drivers, you have to be paid 
on top of your mileage, any other work you do, you have to be paid extra, which is what drivers have been screaming about for a long time, that they put in all these extra hours, detention time, paperwork, uh, scales, whatever it is, and that they don't get paid. Well, California says, no, you have to be paid in excess of your mileage. So that's another thing. That was what we all fought the Denim Amendment about because they wanted to put an end to that where drivers would not have to be paid. They would only be paid for the mileage they drove. And now there's misclassification of people being called owner-operators who are leased on to carriers and California saying, no, you are an employee and you need to be paid as such. So what does the industry do? They come out with a scare tactic. You're not going to be allowed to drive in California if you're an owner-operator because um, they they won't let owner-operators, no, they won't let employers exploit the owner-operator. They will be classified and paid as as uh, uh, employees. Okay, did I say that right, Pat? Or um, you want to add to that? Yeah, you're 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 hitting spot on. I think, like you and I talked about once before, we need to understand the difference. It's very confusing. An owner operator. Okay, I'm an owner operator. There's an independent. Own, and there's a. Mm-hmm. Right, that's where I'm going. I own my truck and I lease my truck onto a carrier. Legally, I'm an employee of the carrier who drives the who drives the truck I own. This should not be a big issue. This, this is the way to go, actually. This is the way it was once done before, and it worked, okay? Now, an independent is one step above me. That would be the next place I go to if I chose. I would go get my own authority. I would work the load boards and seek out my own customers, and I would be the driver of the truck I own, independent, single truck owner who drives the truck they own under their own authority. They are also a carrier, a single truck carrier. Now, if an independent says, I don't want to drive anymore, I'm going to hire somebody to put it, you know, to drive my truck, they become a carrier. They are no longer an independent, okay? So there, there's a progression. There's, a, there's an order here that we really need to utilize. We need to get the employee drivers paid right so they can invest in their future, whether it be buying a house they can rent out, or buying a piece of equipment that they can rent out. Then they need to be able to go to that next step. I've got a full-time job, and I have property that I can rent out, whether it be a house or be a truck. And after that, let's say they choose to do a truck. Then get to the check system. The next step would be to graduate up to an independent. And the next step out of that might be graduate up to a carrier, maybe multiple trucks, two, three, four, five, ten, hundred, okay? There's a clear pathway of growth in establishing this type of a system. We once had this type of a system. Where did it go? 
the predator carriers came in and dismantled everything. And now the predator carriers have have some poor driver convinced they're going to make money by leasing a truck from them and driving it. And they don't even make two, three, four hundred dollars a week. They end now, up sometimes spending, it's negative. Yeah, well, they end up spending their hourly wage for maintaining somebody else's truck, and in doing so, they give the carrier an unfair business advantage. The carrier, by, by wage theft, let's call it what it is, the carrier, by stealing from these drivers, can now afford to haul freight cheap, and I can't compete against that. An independent can't compete against that. They force us to lower our rate so that we can earn a living. Uh, I've heard this compared to the antitrust laws, okay? But but they seem to have a way of getting around it. Okay, this is antitrust. This is allowing – antitrust has to do with forming monopolies and, 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 and corporations having an unfair advantage over the competition. This is so close to that, it's not even funny. But right. what do we do? We listen to these yahoos, ATA, NASTIC, WSTA. Oh, they're good old boys. They wouldn't tell us a fib. Guess who they represent? The very carriers who are ripping these poor guys off. My heart bleeds for these people. How, I, I talk to drivers that have been in two, three, four lease purchases, and they – I mean, they're hardworking people, for crying out loud. They wouldn't keep gambling on it if they weren't, and they're getting ripped off. And for every penny that the carrier – I'm going to call it what it is – steals from these drivers, it hurts everybody else. It Alan said right when low. he – when he did that lease purchase survey, and like I said, I think it was back in 2009. I mean, you can just Google it if you're interested. Uh, Google, ask the trucker lease uh, truck survey, and it'll come up. Um, anyway, but he said these leases are designed to fail, that they they actually make their money having people fail. And personally, you know, I don't I don't know how people sleep at night. I really don't. I guess they they justify it in their minds or, you know, so they can they can, you know, live with themselves. Um and you know, getting back to Lone Mountain, this is why we stuck with them. So everybody listening can understand. They make sure that you're going to not fail. You're going to succeed. They ask you all kinds of questions about your business. What are your goals? Um, do you have a plan? And and so forth. Why? Well, they don't want the truck back. They want you to succeed. And these guys want the truck back. Right, Pat? Oh, yeah. It's called turn. <laughs> it's, it's a business model. Okay? Think about it. If I bring in students with the promise that they're going to get a CDL and make the big bucks, oh, 
you sign this contract and I'll give you half price on your truck driving school, some kind of gimmick, I now owe them $3,000 for truck driving school. Right. And I graduate their truck driving school, and they're teaching me the whole time, oh, you need to lease a truck, be an owner-operator, okay? I get into the, uh, you know, the training truck, and what do they tell me? Oh, you need to sign on the dotted line, be an owner-operator. And so what do I do? I get out, and I sign on the dotted line. Look at me, I'm an owner-operator. I have zero experience. I know nothing about a truck. I know nothing about the business of running a truck. I lose my butt, and I'm out of here. Bye. That opens the door for the next person to come right in behind them. It's a revolving door business model that makes the carrier money. Oh, and by the way, carriers get subsidies from the government on top of that. Okay? So if, if the student doesn't pay their $3,000, well, the government probably already paid them six or $7,000. It's a win-win for the carrier. Right. Okay? Right. And then they go to DAX, and, you know, anybody who doesn't know, there's a secret code on DAX. I don't know what it is, but I worked for a very honorable man back in the early 90s, and they explained it to me. They said, oh, no, we don't even look at DAX. There's code on there. These carriers are communicating through DAX to, 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 to hold you guys under their thumb. Okay, this is back in the 90s. I don't remember all the code people. I just know that stuck with me. Very honorable man. Had a had a small fleet of 80 trucks, okay? Um, yeah. They're out there. But guess what? If these mega carriers, JCT, is driving the price of freight down by stealing from people, by getting them into these uh, lease purchase programs, good people can't charge a decent rate to pay a decent wage, okay? It's that simple. Yeah. Hey, were you able to listen to the show last week when Dominic was on? And we had um, the attorney, Jennifer Bennett, on that. Yeah, Dominic and I talked for about an hour and a half after the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he he's a perfect example. This man um, was involved, okay? He told me they're not going to do this to me. I am going to go after what they owe me. You know what? So many of us just throw our hands up and walk away and call it a law. But you know what? These drivers that are pursuing these things. They, that, hey, they Pat, you sound them. muffled. Are you are you on I, a different I, um, headphone? I'm holding the handset up, and maybe I'll let the microphone fall. Is that better? Oh, yeah, that's like a million times better. Yeah, um, I, yeah, my good headset went down on me, so. Um, boy, misclassification, the ABC test. Man, you read this stuff, and it makes sense because it's based on principle. It's based on honorable principle, okay? Whoever yeah, wrote this to pull stuff up. is looking out. They're, they're, they're looking out for the best interest <clears throat> of, of those of us who don't have the knowledge to look out for ourselves, okay? 
Um, just because I own a truck, that doesn't make me a contractor. Okay. Um, yeah. There's there's scales in here about ownership. There's examples of a welder who owns the welding truck, owns the welding machine, owns the bottles, owns all the tools, but he works for one pipeline com- company. He gets all his dispatch from that company. Okay? He is paid as an employee, and he gets a payment for his equipment. When I worked as a mechanic, I got a $25 a day tool allowance. In other words, for $25 a day, they paid me for me having my own tools. Okay? This is nothing new. What about a carpenter? They have to buy a lot of tools. I happen to be a carpenter. I've got thousands of dollars of carpentry tools. Okay? Um, Our wage, the, the, the high wage that we were drawing back in the day, allowed me to have the tools to do my job. Okay? So, so owning stuff to do the job with does not make you a contractor. Um, there's a test, actually. Um, the, the, the price tag on the piece of equipment that you own, I'm using one piece of equipment, a truck here. Um, if it is um, compared to the total assets of the carrier, of the, of the person who the truck is leased on with, if it's such a substantial amount that that does not make you a contractor. All this stuff is written in all these these legal outlines that I read. I just don't have them up in front of me. Um, Managerial skill, that's part B of the ABC test. Managerial skill, okay? I don't bill my customers for services. The company does. I don't bid on on the price that's going to be charged for my services. The company does. Okay, um, all of these managerial skills are done by the carrier. I don't do them. I'm an employee. Boss man takes care of that for me. You see, right. it's not that difficult. Um, is the work an integral part of the employer's business? Well, that makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Um, I'm a carpenter. I work for a builder, okay? The builder does all the management skills. He goes out and he puts bids on houses for me to work on. He collects the money for me for building the houses. He, he takes care of all the equipment and supplies and whatnot. I'm a carpenter. I'm on the payroll as an employee. Now, how could he subcontract that out to me? What's he going to pay me? I'm going to pay you uh, 50 cents for every board foot you you frame. I'm going to pay you 25 cents for every square of shingles you lay. No, he's in business to build a house. He has to hire employees to build the house. No different than a trucking company. The trucking company is in business to haul freight. They have employees to, to drive trucks to haul freight with. Okay, there is no need for them to have contractors come on unless they have more freight than they can haul. 
and then a real contractor comes on board. An independent comes in and says, okay, well, I'll haul your excess freight for whatever a mile. Now, that man is conducting business. He's negotiating. For them to put people, employees, in trucks and call them contractors, no. It doesn't work that way. They're in business to haul freight using trucks with employee drivers, not to have contractors that only work for them, only work for them. They are employees who lease a truck, end up paying for the truck out of their own pocket, go broke doing so, and now the employee driver, he can't get a raise because the lease purchase has established their value at 30 cents a mile. <laughs> you know, let's get real here. This is an unfair business advantage, an unfair competitive advantage to these big boys who have figured out how to lie, cheat, and steal from workers who are hungry and want to better themselves. Well, it's getting back to this ABC test. I, I pulled something up. And it does say under the ABC test, a worker is only an independent contractor if they meet all three parts of the test. The worker is free from the control and direction of the hirer in relation to the performance of the work, both under the contractor and, in fact, too, the worker performs work that is outside the usual course of the hirer's business. And three... The worker is customarily engaged in an independently established trade, occupation, or business of the same nature as the work performed for the hirer. So um, I guess number three is what they're getting hung up on. Uh, It's the worker is customarily engaged in an independently established trade, occupation, or business of the same nature as the work performed for the hirer. Um, You're a trucking company. Your job is to pick up and deliver freight, okay? You have a computer system to help you do that. You're not a computer geek. You're you're, You're a businessman who hauls freight. So you need help with your computer system. It's not out of the question for you to subcontract a computer geek to take care of your computer system because that is outside the normal course of your business. You're in business to haul freight, not figure out how to fix the computer. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there you go. Um, I'm looking at part C here. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm I'm reading this explaining um, you know, the California ABC test. I, I'm I'm trying to get to it about California. Well, I'm looking at part C. How does the worker's relative investment compare to the employer's investment? Okay. What do these lease purchase drivers have to lose? Okay, they're, they're promised that if they pay 
$250,000 for a truck that's worth 140, it'll be theirs if if they graduate through the system. Okay? If they fail, if they don't graduate, what have they lost? Oh, uh, well, some will say, "Well, I lost my investment in the truck." No, you didn't. You rented that truck. Okay? You leased that truck. You never owned that truck. If you never owned it, you ain't got nothing to lose. First point number one, it sure feels like you lost a lot. You did lose a lot. They stole the heck out of you. They stole so much from me, it's not even funny. But that doesn't mean, per these legal definitions, you lost money. They're called walk-away leases. In other words, you have nothing invested in it. So you can walk away. You can't do that with a house. You put ten, fifteen thousand dollar down payment on a house. You've got money in that house. You're going to do your best to make that payment on time, so that house will be yours one day. If you walk away, you lose your down payment. Okay. So how does the worker's relative investment compare to the employer's? Well, these lease purchase guys really don't have anything invested. There you go. Mm -hmm. The employer is going to pay for the truck <laughs> if you don't pay for the truck. So the employer is well, the one who's going to lose well, the carrier. Okay, but this is how they get sucked in because they don't have any money for a down payment. And really when you look at it, I mean all you need is about two, $3,000 for a down payment on a truck. So it, it would be it would make more sense to save up that down payment and get your own truck and your own authority rather than to lease on because once you lease on with the carrier, now there's a contract with all kinds of stipulations. You're responsible. You have to get gas. These are just examples. Uh, you have to get gas where they tell you to. You take these loads. and I mean, you're pretty much you know, an employee doing what they say, and the only difference is you're paying all the expenses on the truck plus uh, the payment on the truck, which is a lot more than if you would have purchased it outright. What did that commercial say with um, that we did for Lone Mountain? A thousand dollars. Lone Mountain. Less a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. So these guys are paying eight hundred dollars a week, darling. Yeah, I know. $800 so, a week. So because they don't have money for a down payment and they think, oh, I don't have anything to lose, yeah, you do. Because after you work for a year for nothing, you've lost all that time making money. You've lost about $50,000 of money you would have made, or 40000 43000 is the average salary of an employee driver, and you were promised to make much more than that, but we'll just say $43,000 you have you have lost. Maybe you made some of it. So you've actually paid so much more lease on when you could have just saved your, saved up two, 3000 then you save another couple of thousand uh, so that you, you have money in the bank for maintenance and things like that. And once you start your loads, you put 15% away every week in an account for your maintenance account 
and uh, and you have your then you're a true owner operator, independent owner operator with your own authority, making your own decisions, getting your own loads. You know, there's all kinds of ways to get your loads. You know, there's um, you know my right load, Zyper, um, truck stop. There's all kinds of places to get loads, so that's not a problem. There, honest brokers, and I say honest brokers. Um, you know, not all brokers are bad. Uh, you just have to be savvy and and know. Um, so really, it it it's really geared for the people who have no money and yet they want to be an owner-operator with no money. Some people can make it work, but according to the survey Alan did, that would be about 15% make it work. I once had no money, believe it or not. Yeah, I was Well, everybody's at a point where they don't have money. And, and I spent more than I earned, and I was in debt, and this, that, and the other, and I had to fight and struggle and get myself out of it. Okay, this is one yeah. way we learn. If, if, if we're if our parents didn't teach us, and, and my parents didn't teach me about money, I had to learn the hard way. So, feeding off of these people, who, you know, they are where I once was, and they're how do I get out of this mess? Oh, look here! If I sign on the dotted line, I'm going to make more money than I than, than a, I would make as a company driver. Uh, I need to get out of debt. I got bill collectors calling. It seems like the perfect opportunity to jump in and be an owner operator. And all it does is destroy your life. Okay? Again, the least purchased driver has to do it cheaper than the company driver, or they're not needed. Now, I leased a truck in 2006 when I came back out from running intrastate. I never intended on buying the truck, okay? Um, I made about three cents a mile more than the company driver did, only because I didn't have the benefits that the company driver had. Big, big thing there. I didn't have the benefits, the, the insurance, the Social Security, the workman's comp, this, that, and the other, okay? I saved that three penny a mile, and in three years, I had a two years, well, whatever it was, I had a $25,000 down payment on my first truck. I'd sleep naked in the summer to fan blowing, windows open. I'd sleep in, 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 in pajamas with, uh, you know, uh, long johns on, covered up and bundled up in the bed in, in the wintertime because it was so doggone cold. The dog food water, the, the dog's water would freeze over, okay? It was tough. I mean, pinched every penny I could. But I never planned on buying that truck. I know that I got ripped off. And I used my, my, my common sense. Okay? I shopped for tires. I shopped for diesel. The company would let me do that back then. After I left, after I bought my own truck, they changed policy. You now have to buy from the company store. Oh, yeah. Look at the tire discount you were going to give you. They tried that crap with me. I could buy brand-new Michelin's, top-of-the-line Michelin's, for $100 less than the company store was going to give to me with their discount to help me out. 
you don't know you're being ripped off unless you shop, okay? And when you're required to buy from the company store, that's another managerial skill taken away from you that means you're an employee. They're doing the job for you. You're not a contractor. Right. Okay? Right. Well, they want you to succeed to a degree because they're making money off of you. Yeah, you're making three bucks an hour while the company driver's making eight or nine bucks an hour. You're spending your earnings to provide them equipment so they can charge cheap rates on freight. I don't know how to say it any other way. Right. Well, unfair advantage. Well, I think I think people just have to realize that California isn't against owner operators, okay? They're against leased on company uh trucks that are being exploited by carriers. They're not against the driver of the truck. They're no. against the classification and how they're being paid. So Again, there's a really, wrong? really big difference to that. It has nothing to do with, you know, not wanting these drivers in California. That's that's not what it is. They don't want you to be exploited. And, um, and you know, I, I don't know how else to – I mean, there's so many articles out there with – you know, people screaming, they don't want us in California. No, it's not that they don't want you. They don't want you being misclassified in California. They want you to be paid correctly. And once that sinks in, I think it'll make more sense. I mean, is is that a good way to put it, Pat? I mean, can you put it a different way? You're absolutely right on. And and by the way, the ABC test and, and other things, or not California specific. California no, is actually using federal rule here, federal regulation here, federal. New Jersey and Massachusetts here. use the ABC test also. Well, you know, you put up on on the website. Remember, you put up on the website um, the wage and hour definition of contractor employee. That's fourteen pages that you might have to read two or three times. But once you read it and understand it, the scope and the principle behind it will jump up at you. You will see what they are trying to protect all of us from. All of us. They're protecting me. They're protecting the company driver. They're protecting the independent by not allowing these scams to, to bring us all down. And so, you know, how else can you look at it? California had a test. It was called the Burrell test. And it was not as strict as the ABC test. So California adopted federal ABC test. Okay? Oh, it's a nasty communist over there. Well, the nasty communists are using the American way to define this law. Okay. Um, California. Uh, okay. A team 
some team drivers I know. They own their own truck. They have an S-Corp. Okay, they are an LLC filing under an S-Corp. The, the owners of the truck are actually employees of the company, their company, the company they own. And they're saying, oh, no, uh, we're not going to be allowed to go into California. And I ask them one simple question. Who is, going, who is getting injured? Who is being hurt in this relationship that you have? Who's going to file a complaint? Are you going to sue yourself because you have misclassified yourself? Because that's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless the drivers who own the corporation who employ the drivers, did you get that circle there? Okay, it's a yeah. circle. I own the company, and I work for the company I own. Unless I file a complaint against the company I own, there is no injury. There is no reason for anybody in the state of California to even stick their nose into your business. The same thing applies with the um, labor laws, the mill and rest break laws. If the carrier does what they're supposed to do, then there's no injury. There's no reason for California to look into uh, the, 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 the cause of the injury. There are not labor law police at the scale houses looking at your log book to see if you logged uh, a 10-minute break in the first four hours or a 30-minute lunch break in the first five hours. Nobody cares until somebody gets hurt. It's that simple. Yet the ATA, WSTA, Mastic, they want us to think that we, the drivers, are breaking the law if we don't pull over and take a 10-minute meal uh, rest break. If we don't pull over and take a 30-minute meal break in the first five hours, we have broken the law. Nobody, nobody, them. you're not. It's, it's, it's. It's a law that just says that break must be provided to you. You don't have to take it, and there's nobody who checks it. I want them to show me one example of an employee who has been fined or charges brought up against or or any kind of punitive action has been taken against for for deciding they want to work through their rest break, okay? In federal labor law, the burden is on the employer. If the employer does not want you to work, it is up to the employer to see that you do not work. Um, Craig Ackerman and you and I, uh, we, we talked about this a little bit. There are methods, and we've all got this, this computerized crap in our trucks, this, this satellite communication, okay? Um, it would be very easy to have a form. Uh, driver, Pat, you're coming up on your 10-minute break. Do you plan to work through it? Yes or no? Yeah, I'm going to work through it. I don't want to take it. You know what? The carrier has just covered their butt. 
I cannot sue them now. I've told them exactly what I'm going to do. But how do they use these gadgets? They're telling me about accidents in California when I'm driving in New York State. Don't hey, tell Pat, me. Hey, can you talk in the They're, phone? Yes, hello? Yes, go ahead. Is that better? I'm sorry. It's a little better. That's okay. Don't tell me that this computerized crap that they brought down upon us cannot be used to our benefit. Don't tell me that the carrier cannot use this garbage to protect their butts against lawsuits. Okay? It's very easily done. If the carrier needs you to work through your lunch break in California, they pay you one hour's wage. Obviously, if they need you to work through your break, it's important that the load gets right. – what's the big deal? Expedited freight usually pays more to begin with. They need you to expedite the load. Pay me an hour's wage. What's the big deal? There is crying any. out loud, I planned on working through my damn lunch break anyways. If you had kept your mouth shut, Mr. Carrier, you wouldn't have to pay me the hour's wage. I was going to uh, work through anyways, but oh well. You know? Well, I think this was a good a good start tonight on misclassification. Um there's there's many examples of how people have been hurt by misclassification including workman's comp because once you're classified as uh an owner operator, you lose all kinds of rights towards many things and um you know, there's one specific case I'm thinking about, we'll probably save it for a show uh, in the new year when we get into this, but I think tonight was a good start, and uh, we're running out of time. I do appreciate I, I saw you on the line, and I'm really glad you were able to, um, off the cuff, you know, come on and... and uh, and just start the conversation rolling. It was kind of fun doing it unprepared because, you know, uh, we all talk about this stuff all the time, so we kind of know it. Um, yeah. And you're you're always writing about it, so uh, uh, it was. I think well, again, it was a good I, show. I just want I want people to think about this. I'm an owner operator. I'm not an independent. What is wrong with me owning a piece of equipment, a business that I make money off of? And as the operator end of it, I'm an employee driver. Part of the income that was going to come to my truck must pay me at least the federal minimum wage. Okay? What's wrong with this model? If I run my business well, I'm going to do better than the minimum wage. Okay? Right. Um, that's something else we need to talk about, the 16-hour rule at some time, you know? Oh, the 16-hour um, rule definitely needs to be discussed um, because uh, a lot of people, you know, don't understand it. They think it's a new rule. Well, they don't realize that it's been on the books forever. And, uh, you know, it needs to be It's been be hidden explained. away. But anyway, I want to thank everybody uh, for hanging with us tonight and listening. I hope uh, the show was informative. 
And I just uh, thanks again, uh, Pat, for your donation to the Truckers Christmas Group tonight. And I know they really appreciate it, especially with their site temporarily down and their donation link down. Um, but for everybody listening, um, you can donate. Go to GoFundMe and, and, and search Truckers Christmas Group, and you can donate to these guys. Or you can go to their Facebook page, Truckers Christmas Group. Um, or you can, um, well, I don't think you can donate through their phone number. But hopefully they're going to have their um, website up and running in the next couple of days so, you know, we won't have to go through this. Uh, but thanks, everybody. Hey, Pat, thanks for being on tonight, huh, and uh, and going over some of this stuff with me. And, you know, when Alan's not here, it's hard. I like to have a trucker on. It is Ask the Trucker Live. So <laughs> you're the Ask the Trucker Live tonight. And uh, Well, Donna, I want to wish you so much. If, if, if people only knew how much you do, if I can help you in any way, you know I'm there for you. Well, I love to research and um and and you know and share information so i i guess you know when we all work together and share information and learn of all these things and then share it on social media of what we've learned i mean that's that's how you get people informed because if they're just listening to ata propaganda and scare tactics and fear mongering then you know that's the direction they're going to go in. So that's our job is to is to research. And I mean, you do a lot of research too, so you know. But anyway, we'll we'll get this going. Time's running down. I want to thank everybody tonight for hanging with us and listening. And um, I hope you all have a very merry Christmas and um, a happy New Year. If we don't have another show before New Year, and. Um, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Pat. Really appreciate it, huh? Oh, thank you. And again, if if if, if everybody knew how much you do, <laughs> I tell you what, people. This lady works nonstop, seventy hours a week. No, this lady works one hundred and ten hours a week. I, <laughs> I bet money on it. Not this week. I was baking cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You need a break. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll talk All to right. you later, well, Pat. Thank you, everybody. Good night, everybody. Y'all have a Merry night, Christmas. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. You've been listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. On behalf of Alan and Donna Smith, AskTheTrucker.com, TruckingSocialMedia.com, NorthAmericanTruckingAlerts.com, Blog Talk Radio, and Ask the Trucker Live. I'm J. Michael Collins. Until next time, drive safe and thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.